Hey y'all, it's Jenny McGrew and this is the Worship Leaders Collective Podcast. Hey guys, it's Jenny here. We just want to welcome you to the Wilco Podcast. We're really excited today. We have Matt McCoy with us today from Loop Community. Hey Matt, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going, Jenny? Thanks for having me. Yeah, totally. It's uh, been a long time coming and we're just really excited to be able to have you on and just, you know, talk about a few things today. And uh, why don't we start with a little bit about who is Matt McCoy and where are you from? Let's keep <laughs> oh, it simple. Man. Well, I live in Chicago and I'm married to a beautiful girl named Mary and we have a 10 month old daughter named Molly. Uh, and yeah, we, I've been in Chicago for about 10 years now, but I was originally born and raised in California, Southern California. And, uh, my dad was a pastor. We were in, involved in the vineyard church movement. Okay. So like vineyard music, you know, if you've ever heard of that. Some of those old worship songs like Change My Heart, Oh God, and So Good, Life of Fire. And yeah. So I was, I grew up like around worship music my whole life. My dad was a pastor. He played guitar and sang, and my mom played piano. And so I've just been like <laughs> born and raised in, in church world. Like I remember spending so much time at church as a kid. And, um, and then, gosh. Do you want me to go into my story a little bit? Yeah, go for <laughs> a little it. Deep. Come on. Okay. Do it. Well, hey, I'm going to get, I'll get a little raw then. I'm going to, I'll yeah. be honest here in that I'm pretty transparent in that, you know, it's crazy because I've, I've had a big year this past year in that I've had to really kind of come back and remember a few things. And I've had to remember like, you know, why did I start Luke Community? Why did I even start this website? You know, why am I even leading worship? And I've even had to like kind of remember like who am I like like what's my story and like um, it's been kind of a a challenging year and I've had to kind of dig into these things and you know I think back to my story growing up as the pastor's kid and you know we were in Southern California everything was good like it felt like I was almost born a Christian like you can even be that you know what I mean like I didn't really it just I was born into a Christian home and I didn't know any different and. I remember everything was good until like one, one weekend. I mean, it was Father's Day. My dad preached that Sunday and I was probably eight or nine years old. Mm-hmm. And we came home from church and my mom made a big meal. And we later that afternoon, uh, my dad and I and my younger brother, Jonathan, who was almost one years old at the time, we we're playing in the living room and we fell asleep. And while we were asleep, my younger brother had crawled through our living room and through our backyard and fell in our swimming pool and drowned. And everything at that point, like changed in my family. Like what was once a really happy home and like Mm. just full of like love and ministry, like changed. And I remember my parents got you know, really upset, depressed. My dad ended up taking a break from pastoring for a while. And it was, you know, that's when I, I like was really questioning things like, God, like, where are you? I, I remember very, very, <laughs> like it was yesterday. I remember running upstairs and like laying in my bed as like a nine-year-old and like kicking the wall yeah. and saying like, God, why would you let this happen? 
Yeah. Like, where were you? And just being so angry. It was like the first memory I have of being like angry at God, which is like such a raw feeling. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some some people listening to this have had that kind of experience of like, can you be angry at God? Like, yeah, you know, like he's God. But like, there are times where you're like, God, like, where are you? Like, why did this happen? And anyways, I mean, to fast forward a bit, like, you know, my family ended up deciding that we needed a change of scenery. So they packed up our, like a couple years later, we packed up everything and moved to a really small town in Indiana. And my dad wanted to start a church again. And so we planted a church from scratch. Like there were like five people, five (laughs) to 10 people meeting in a community center. We had nothing. I mean, it was a small town in Indiana. My, My dad was a pastor basically my whole life. And he never made more than $35,000 a year. Like, and like, so we were like pretty poor in this small community, starting this church, you know, there were no staff members. We had no church budget. Mm -hmm. I remember my dad, like purchasing things out of his own pocket for the church. Like he bought Bibles. I remember. And then I remember for the worship team, which was basically him and like some other like volunteers. Like I remember when the heart of worship CD came out by Matt Redman. Yeah. I remember like going to like the Christian bookstore in town and my dad, like buying that with like our own money, like a, a song book and a CD. Mm-hmm. And it was like such a huge deal um, at the time. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have any musicians at all. And well, like I started learning how to play guitar and I started leading worship. And that's kind of like, that really set me on my journey of like in when I was in seventh and eighth grade, I was homeschooled uh, because I was really bullied a lot mm-hmm. in school. And so my mom was like, you know, we're going to take you out and homeschool you, which actually ended up being a really good thing because um, it was during those two years that I learned how to play guitar, started leading worship at, in our church youth group. I started like really digging into computers and technology and websites, basically everything that I do now. I really developed during those two years when I was homeschooled, which is really wild. Right. Um, And started leading worship and I never have stopped leading worship since. Ended up going to college in Cincinnati and leading worship there and then ended up in Chicago leading worship at a church here. And I've been leading, I've been leading ever since. And, um, but I started Loop Community I've had to remember though, why I started Loop Community. Yeah. And because, you know, you can like be doing something for so long. Loop Community just celebrated its 10 year anniversary. So good. And yeah, pretty awesome. And, you know, you can be doing something for so long that you kind of start for, like you kind of forget, like, why did I start this? Like, what was the reason? And What's hard about it is that the tension that I live with is that like the tension that I live with every day is this idea that like, I never planned on making it a business. Yeah. Like it's a passion. I I started it out of a need as a worship leader. Like I knew that like, I was thinking about churches like my dad's who had no money and who had no worship team. And I thought, you know, there needs to be a way for like churches small church plants to run track to supplement their worship band with an easy way and an affordable way. 
So I really started Loop Community out of a hobby originally. Like it was just a blog that I started where I was uploading tracks for worship songs. And, you know, we didn't have an app or anything at that time. But it was really just a hobby. Like it was never, ever a business. And it just, as it just kept, kept growing and, you know, we've got thousands and thousands of churches using it now. The tension that I live with now is that, you know, I never planned on making it a business and I love it, but there's times when I don't like it because right. it's a tension between that we're a ministry wanting to help churches, but we're also a business that now needs to, you know, survive. <laughs> right. And, and keep so, growing. Yeah. And I'm a worship leader at heart and I've kind of forgotten that at times. And I start to think that I'm a businessman. Mm-hmm. I am a businessman, but it's not what drives me. But yet my drive requires me to be a businessman. Mm-hmm. So it's like such an awkward relationship that I have to kind of deal with every day. And that's why I've been kind of coming back to like, okay, well, why? Mm-hmm. Like, what is Luke community exist for? Like, what are, why are we doing this? Where did this come from? And I've had to kind of pull my story into that. To be like, you know, we're, we're wanting to help churches like my dad. Yeah. You know, there's pastors who are spending their own money on, on resources for their church. There's churches that have no band, or maybe they have like a guy who plays keyboard, but no one that can play guitar. Mm-hmm. And they want to have a worship sound. And so loop community is really my passion. And like, I'm wanting to help small churches. I'm really focused on the small churches, helping them have a full sound. And so we created an app. Yeah. So we created an app for like iPhone, iPad, and it's a free app. And then we sell tracks for different worship songs that people can use uh, to play along with. And, you know, we've, we've done everything we can to make those as affordable as possible. Um, And what's been hard is that, um, you know, we have to, you know, we have to work also with like the music publishers and record labels mm-hmm. to agree on a price that is fair. And so that's been kind of hard, you know, because if it were up to me, it'd be really, really, really cheap. <laughs> totally. But, you know, there's boundaries that we have to kind of live with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, that has been challenging. But, you know, the heart of Loop Community is that we really just want to make a, an easy resource for people. It's a beautiful and, story, Matt. It's a it's a story of the kingdom, you know, and that's one of the things I think when we first met, might have been a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, was that it was your heart that I really appreciated and your just your heart for the kingdom. And that's that's just what you wanted to give away. You know, so even here, if I've been quiet, it's um yeah. I've been really reflective because it's incredible how similar our stories are actually from the moment you talked about your brother. And just, just, and even talking to Ryan last week and and that, that uh, podcast going to drop next week, but just um, these hearts for the kingdom of just coming back to why, and just for the everyday church, just to be able to give that away and God, like, how do we keep doing this? How do we keep facilitating for your kingdom? How do we keep this affordable? How do we keep this accessible? Same as why worship leaders collective was started, you know, and it was started in 2015 because, you know, I just carried in my heart for a decade that I, I had come from a small church and just realized that worship leaders were really lonely. They didn't right, have help. Right. They didn't have friends. Could we create some sort of hub and central place for people right. 
to connect. Right. And and same as like why, just always going back to the why, but just trusting that yeah. God is in every step of the way. And then, you know, the the enjoying what's now, but always the leaning into what is next. And yeah. you know, we just know and we believe that God's really gonna honor that heart that you have. Yeah. At Loop Community and and you know, you just keep your why central and God's just gonna keep blessing that and keep giving you guys more vision for what's to come. Yeah, I'm thank you. I I'm like really, you know, there's there's this I feel like there's this temptation. I feel like and I feel like it's growing. Um of just like worship leaders feeling this pressure to like be Hillsong or like be the yeah. next Chris Tomlin or to sound and look like them. And like, I'm like really trying to encourage worship leaders to just be who God created you to be and sound yeah. like you. Like we have a, yeah, we have a saying here at Luke called it just sound like you, like just sound like who God yeah. created you to be. Mm-hmm. Like God gave you a unique voice. God gave you unique songs. Mm-hmm. And I like, we just like really want to push and encourage that. And to be honest, I think that I lost my, I lost my, my own vision. I th- I think I kind of forgot who I was, which is why I've had to really come back to that. Like I, I started, you know, there were times where I started chasing the dollar and success, started chasing the next meeting, the next partnership, the title, respect, you know, and I've had to come back and remember who I am and who God made me to, me to be. Well, and I think too, like life is moving so fast like so fast. And like, I know for our church and for Jake and I, my husband and I, we've been on this 21 day fast and we're on day 19 today. And just like what you're talking about, basically is just be who God's created you to be is right. um, I have been personally missing all those songs. And, you know, I'm old enough to say that I've, you know, gone through a few movements of the Holy spirit. And, you know, people could say, well, every day is a movement with God. Yes, I hear you, but you know what I'm saying? And like, through right. you're talking about vineyard. Well, of course I know vineyard, you know, like the whole winds of worship <laughs> yeah. and all of that, you know, and yeah. like yeah. Hung- hungry and all of that. But I was just, yeah. I was at my piano yesterday and I was like, you know what? I miss those songs. I miss those yeah. songs. And I just wrote this simple song of, you know, and, and just even the bridge of you're bringing, um, you're bringing me back. You're bringing me back to my first love and just singing that over and over and over again. And it was just that sweet spot of just purely being me, not being anybody right. else. And, and that's right. what, and that's what, you know, you're talking about loop community, but, and, but you're talking about the heart of loop community. And I believe actually prophetically you're speaking to people today and you're saying, you know what, just be who God has called you to be. And that is enough. And that's actually going to cause the grace of God to shine so greatly upon your life is when you are not who, who God's created somebody else to be, but who you've been. And that's where the glory of God is found and seen and known totally in, in yeah. our lives individually, but even on, you know, loop community, whether it's praise charts, whether it's multi-tracks, whether it's, right. you know, worship right. leaders collective, you know, Sunday sounds, whatever, just be who God's called you to be. It is enough. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's really what we're trying. We don't ever want to forget that. I I feel like I'm always trying to remind our team that that's what we're about. Like, we're not just like an online store selling tracks. Like, 
we're wanting to encourage worship leaders in like their unique callings and giftings. Mm-hmm. And we're not even like wanting to prescribe them to be like, Hey, here's a track so you can sound like, you know, this cool band. It's like, no, here's a track that like, is going to hopefully just help you <laughs> express your own unique worship to God. And, you know, if you're at a small church, you don't have a band, like hopefully this helps help that happen, you know? Right. Come on. So, well, Worship yeah. Leaders Collective loves you guys. We see we see people talking about you guys all the time on the community. We get about oh, 60,000 posts a month right now. Yeah. And, Gosh, you know, I, the team and I, like, we see Loop community popping up a lot. So you guys are yeah. making a difference and you're really making an impact. Um, you know, I was thinking today about something simple, and then I want to just lead quickly into maybe some things that are coming up. Um, and thank you for sharing your story and for being vulnerable and transparent. That's not always easy, but I really believe that God's going to use that story for, uh, to touch people's hearts. Um, is when people and I and I see this a lot in Wilco when people have an issue with maybe something's not working on their iPad. Mm-hmm. This is a common one. Something's not working on my iPad. What would you suggest? Like, what's what's the best thing for them to do in that case? Do they email you guys? Do they? Yeah, that's it? a great question. Yeah. There's so many different cha- avenues that people right. express that. Yeah. The, can honestly, they, can they the text best... you? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Right. No, please no. <laughs> um, um, honestly, the best thing to do is if they can like somehow take a picture or a video of what's happening. Right. That will help us identify what's going on because there are so many different <laughs> variables. There's different devices, different iOS software, different Mac right. software. Mm-hmm. People are using different interfaces. Like it's so different. Right. So if we could just see what's going on, that helps a lot. And then just email it to support at loopcunery.com. It's actually really hard to support people via social media um, because there's a lot of other people chiming in and everybody's, you know, so some people will chime in and be like, oh yeah, me too. But the problem with that is just that everybody's scenario is so different. And really those might be similar problems, but these, the cause of them is very different. (laughs) Well, and the obvious one is keep your apps updated guys. Yeah. First, first first troubleshooting, first troubleshooting tip update your apps if they're not or put them just put them on auto update yeah they really do need to be updated that's one of the biggest issues is when people kind of let too many updates go by and they didn't update so yeah keep updated and i think if there's any issues just email us at support and we honestly a lot of times if we can't help you via email my guys will just get on a like a google or skype call with you and actually walk you through it oh that's amazing in over video because there's some things that you know that need to be explained or tweaked a little bit, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. definitely the best way. Yeah, it's awesome. uh, we're that's it's a hard thing because you know people we get a lot of requests of like, hey, can you add this feature? Can you add this feature? And a lot of them are great ideas, and it's hard to juggle which ones to do because the problem is that what a lot of people don't realize is that you know we could implement that feature but it's going to affect the simplicity of something else Mm -hmm. and so we want to listen to people's ideas but we're also like really trying to keep as many people happy as we can (laughs) and that's pretty difficult that's always and like yeah Yeah. and something that we're really focusing on like this year is that we we want to like we're realizing that we exist we community exists 
to serve worship leaders. Worship, not the other way around. Like worship leaders don't exist to serve us. And so we're trying not to lose that focus. And so we're not just like wanting to make up new technology. We're wanting to think about, okay, well, what do churches need? What is it that worship leaders really need? What's going to help them? Because like we could invent a guitar that plays by itself, but is that what is really needed for a church? Yeah. Because if we created a, because, you know, if we, if we created a guitar that plays by itself, it could actually hinder worship because it takes away from people. Yeah. Or we could like implement technology where you don't even need a worship leader. Like churches could just play along with a track, but mm-hmm. yeah. And technology is awesome. I love it. But, but we have to remember that like it can easily overtake the needs of people. Yeah. You know, like have you ever been sitting at a dinner with friends and everyone is just sitting there looking at their phone mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, we can kind of forget the things that really matter if uh, because it was technology. So that's like, we're never wanting like this tech to like take over worship in a church. Yeah, I hear and you. And that's the struggle. That's the juggle we're having to balance that with community. I was actually talking to Jake about that the other day. My husband, Jake, not Jake Gosselin, because I know you and Jake are good friends. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I said, you know, babe, I said, I think that a lot of churches, I said, and maybe I need to just do a soul podcast on this or a video about exactly what you're talking about, Matt, and to be careful that we are not raising up people or becoming ourselves track worship track facilitators, <laughs> you know, like we're yeah, just, we're just, totally. we're just facilitating the track, you know, as yeah. a, instead of yeah. facilitating, if, if I can say like that and, and, and hosting yeah ushering leading people into the presence of god and and perhaps maybe we should have a podcast for that later and we've got about four minutes here left um so i just want to leave some space here to talk about maybe one or two things coming up and um and then i want to end talking about worship innovators conference coming up totally um gosh well I do want to just say one really quick thing that, and that you were just, what you said just made me think about just those old vineyard days. Because yep. when I first started leading worship in vineyards, like there, we weren't using tracks and technology. <laughs> like, and those were some of the sweetest like moments of worship when it was just free flowing. And mm-hmm. I do think that like there's a balance and we need to be careful with that. But yeah, for Luke Unity and what's next and what's coming and oh gosh, well, we, um, our latest thing has been adding features that let you sync set lists between devices and then also share set lists with team members oh, awesome. because if there's people on your team, so we made a way so you could actually create a set list with all your songs that you're doing this weekend and then share it with like maybe your keyboard player. And then they can at home on their own device, download the set list and practice. Oh, I love that. And that makes sure that everybody can show up to practice or sound check totally prepared and they know what the tracks are going to sound like, you know, they can practice with that click and cue. Uh So they know what to expect when they arrive. So that's a big thing that uh, has been new. Yeah. So that's called loop pro. So if you want to check that out, that's at loop community. That's a great feature. Yeah. It's really good. Awesome. Um, Uh, Anything else? No, that's, that's the main thing. That's we also good. have this conference coming up. We do have this conference coming up. Woohoo! Come on. Which is exciting. Oh. Yes, I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. Worship Innovators. It's uh, happening in June. And this is something that I um, 
kind of, it's just been a dream, I guess, for lack of a better word, like a dream on my heart for probably about, well, honestly, a couple of years, but it's really flared up a lot in the past year of just, there were a couple of things to it. One, it was like, you know, I want a worship conference that is really practical training for a worship leader, where it's almost like they're going to worship school for two days and like learning practical things, like how to build a set list, how to run an effective rehearsal, how to communicate with your band, how to communicate with the sound people, how to write a chord chart, all these things. Um, but then the other side of it too, is that I really wanted to get, there's all these worship resources and companies out there that are making awesome products and communities for worship leaders. So like, like worship leaders collective or praise charts, planning center, worship tutorials, worship artistry, church front, Sunday sounds multi-track loop community. Like there's so many companies that goes on and on. And I thought, you know, we're all in this for the same reason. At least I'm pretty sure, um, you know, we're all wanting to help churches and resource ministries. And, but sometimes it can seem like there's competition between those things. And that's kind of a, it's a weird feeling. And I actually want to like break down those walls. And I want to be like, you know what, let's arm, let's join arms, link, link up and let's do something together to help worship leaders Yeah, where it's not one company or the other. It's like, no, it's, it's us as like the body of Christ helping worship leaders. And so that's, I'm pumped about worship innovators because we're getting all these companies together and we're going to like put on a conference that hopefully is going to really help worship leaders learn how to, um, you know, improve their worship ministries. So it it will, it will. I'm excited about it too. And the heart behind it is so right on. And um, I just want to pray for you before we wrap up here. And thank you so much, Matt, for taking your time with us today. Yeah, but thanks, Jen. God, we thank you for what you're doing in Matt's life and his family's life, Lord, and, and even in the community of Loop community. God, I thank you for their hearts just to serve you, Lord Jesus, these unveiled hearts that they have before you that just says, whatever God you want us to do, we will do it. Lord, I just thank you that this is um, not just the year of 2020, but the year of 2020 vision, Lord, you're giving them eyes to see, you're giving them ears to hear, Lord, and just tender hearts to have the courage to do what you're calling them to do, Lord Jesus. Let them never fret about the next step, Lord Jesus, but just open their eyes wider to see you, Lord. And I thank you that they are running their race this year, Lord, with so much grace, with so much joy, with so much fervency, God, to see your kingdom come, Lord. I thank you that we can all come together, not in a spirit of competition, Lord Jesus, but in a, in a spirit of, of coming together, celebrating who you called us each to be, Lord God, but doing it together. You said that you commanded a blessing where unity is, Mm -hmm. God. So today, we thank you for everyone and all of our communities, Lord, and we just say, God, have your way. We love you, God. We love Mm -hmm. what you're doing, and we're just so honored to be um, a part of what you're doing this season in the kingdom of God. Let your glory come in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks for having me. Love you, Thanks for tuning in to another Worship Leaders Collective podcast. We pray that this episode encourages and inspires you in your journey as a worship leader and follower of Jesus. We also want to invite you to subscribe to our podcast and write a short review as this helps others find us. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you aren't a member of our Facebook group yet, we'd love to invite you to be a member of an online community that exists to be a resource to worship leaders from all over the world. 
If you'd like to know more or get in touch with us, check us out at worshipleaderscollective.com.